Hello, and welcome back to the Tales of the Tiny Hat Trio. This is session four of our fantasy podcast. Last time, after Grace had her small duck stolen by a trio of green plant men. A rival trio. She then proceeded to throw me at. It would have been funny if it worked. And we found we're very hard to kill. Gracie was very funny either way. True. Highlight of the episode, that's for sure. We then saw spotted more on their way back to their cave where we found a cave of an unknown number of them eating various forms of meat as well as another one currently growing out of a corpse. Just to start things off, we had ended off figuring out that we were going to take a short rest plan about what we wanted to do next, and then proceed to move forward with our decisions after that. Grace, roll me a nature check. 19 plus 6, 25. Heck yeah. Nicely done. Yeah, so that tells you, as you look into the cave, you see what appears at first to just be rust on most of the walls, ceiling, and floor, but then you realize that it's actually mold. Russet mold, to be specific, which which you know to be a highly poisonous mold that also, when it kills various creatures... Uh, is what gives birth to different vegepigmy or thornies. Ew. Bad. Bad mold, bad mold. On top of that, it's really difficult to kill this stuff, requiring acid, necrotic, or radiant damage. Salt, alcohol, or magical effects that cure diseases also work, and mm. sunlight also directly kills it. Okay. So well, you can see that in there. I have uh, a ball that does sunlight. Uh, yeah, also, share just that because I don't remember our last check, I want everybody to roll a stealth check just for how well we're hidden in this next short rest time. Add a plus 10 as Juno is casting Pass Without a Trace. Delightful. That's a 16 in total for me. 25 for me. Jeez. I got it. 16 plus whatever, 10, 16 26. plus 10, 26. So that's 25, 26, 13, 16. Probably don't need to worry about things for the time being. So nothing seems awry as we settle down for a rest. Grace, you're pretty hungry. At, uh, you're a good deal hungry at this point. You could use some food. Anthony, you're kind of very hungry. It's not yeah. a problem yet, but you want food. I have eaten the snow. So I'm going to say we're settling down for a non-cooked lunch. We're talking some vegetables, some uh, dried... This would be another third of whatever day of rations you're currently making use of today. Mm, Yes. Anthony, you don't have food. You can try and scourge for food. Can I have gotten, like, takeout from the diner? You didn't, so no. (laughs) Unfortunate. You hate to see that happen. Are you going to try and scavenge around or just go hungry? Well, the area is covered in mold, so... Not I'm where we are. Not going to take my chances. Fair. 
it is a short rest, so you can roll the bet. You can use the benefits of a short rest. Personally, I'm using two of my hit die at this moment. Yeah, I only get things if I get a long rest, so we are not going to do that. It's a. I'm gonna say it's around one o'clock ish in the day. We need to figure out what our plan is for how we want to go about this. Well, as I mentioned. I also don't do a damage type that can kill them, apparently, so I'm going to be... I have a solution for that. I've got uh... a spell that I can cast on you that Ooh. usually I had to cast this on Orphelia, but it seems like it would be more relevant for you at the moment. Grace, do you happen to know anything about these creatures or what, what might be going on in there? Uh, so I share my fun, fun facts with you about the yucky potato mold. Um, and how it's bad news bears, but um, I do have the ability to moonbeam the bejesus out of it, so I mean, that's an option for anyone Yeah, definitely don't want to be sending Orphelia in there. I feel like she's gonna die right away, so I'll give Anthony the dragon powers. You're giving me dragon powers? Kind of. I got a do spell. I get, do I get to fly? No. Darn. No, I don't have a spell that can make you fly yet. You can't blame a guy for trying. So we've got your ball as an idea. That moss definitely needs to be dealt with in some manners. We've got my other ball that can deal with them. Oh, right. The thing you got from the pixie. Uh, sprites. Yeah. Pixie sprites, sprites. I believe they were. Spirits. The mischievous small people. Mischievous small people. Exactly. Not me this time. Precisely. Yeah, the yeah. pixies. Right, because that has the ability to make daylight, which it kills sure the mold immediately. You love to see it. Not so, the mold. I'll be waving that in all the cracks and crevices. What if and, of course, I'll be healing and inspiring you guys from the sidelines, assuming the dragon power doesn't do anything. Well, I can make it do things. What type of What type of breath do you want? Minty? Great. I'll go with minty breath then. Sweet. Is that a is that a you know damage type that kills them, or did you just you know royally mess up again? Wink. <laughs> wink. Yeah, wink. Exactly. <sighs> also, what do you mean royally mess up again? I didn't throw my friend into a pile of men. Yeah, but you also got to stab a man many times, and it never died, is what I meant. So... Yeah fair but all right you know what that fair you know what you, you yeah. used him as a pin cushion for your one sword dagger knife which was interesting for me so, to yeah. watch there's also the option we saw hunting parties returning do we want to wait longer to see if any more leave or do we want to just go and attack when we're ready i feel like if we don't deal with this as one whole group it's just gonna keep multiplying okay so we could also just report it to the guild, and they'll be like, all right, we'll True. deal with that. We could retreat, inform more equipped, possibly, people about this, and let them deal with it. But do we even know where we are to tell them where this is? Not really. That's no. a problem. How However, if we mess up and we need to escape, uh, we can leave very quickly, I hope. We all hope. 
I also hope that we can leave quickly. I'm not very good at running. I could probably turn into an animal with longer <laughs> About 45 minutes into our short rest, one party of three Vegapygmies start coming out from the back of the cave, headed on their way out. Red Uh-oh. and cash money. The end of the long rest comes. Short rest. Uh, end of the short rest comes, right? I yeah. ate food. Both of you chose not to really. I ate food? What are you talking about? Grace ate, Stink me muffin. and Grace both ate food. Anthony, not as much. And yeah. it's now time for us to go and take on this cave. So, Anthony. Yes? I'm going to be waiting until right when we dart encountering the enemies to cast this spell on you, okay? Works for me. Just because it only is going to last for a minute. Aha. Well, I can breathe, what, like ten times in one minute? We shall see. More if you hyperventilate. That's fair. We aren't in the places I have us placed at the moment. We are outside of the cave, but this is just a general idea of where things are. The mu- Just pretend all the mushrooms everywhere are actually mold. Very well. And it's not exactly accurate. This is the best map I could find. Fair. Working on a budget of zero dollars here, so, so sue me. Well, if you insist. So is there any action you want to take to initiate going in there and starting things off. Oh, wait. Or before we head in there. Disco ball might not be great. We all have to kite him. The one with a red X is like only mostly grown and isn't actually a living, working Vegapygmy yet. I see. There's also a corpse with various amounts of things about it at that location as well. I know that I'm waiting for on my first turn, I'm going to cast my spell on you. If you guys have a place you would like to put yourselves, feel free. So we're putting it, we're going phalanx formation with Anthony in the front. Got it. Absolutely. Sorry, it took a solid like four minutes for my computer to figure out what roll 20 was. Anthony, might I suggest you throw the daylight ball into the cave? Is that good for Vegapygmies, though? Uh, Vegapygmies aren't affected by the sunlight. No. Unfortunate. Well, I could moonbeam in there also. But you could. If we enter the cave at all, we're going to have to start rolling constitution checks every turn. All right. Ba- big ball, sunlight, drift ball, drift globe ball, throwing it in there. So as you speak the command word while still slightly outside the cave, you cast daylight with this spell, mm-hmm. and it begins to glow bright light in a 60-foot radius and then another 60-foot beyond that. So everything, all the mold in sight is just wiped out in the cave. You have it placed here? Yeah. Does it disintegrate or something? Uh, It sort of just looks as if it crumples and burns up, blackens itself, almost as if it was set on fire without any actual flame. Oh, that's sick. I like that. It doesn't reach towards this back area just because there is a slope and it sort of gets cut off, so there is still mold back there. All right, well, we can deal with that afterwards. But this front area has now had a ball of light thrown into it. Uh, yeah. With my nature check earlier, do I know that 
or do I know if the burnt up mold is like safe to touch or be around? Yeah, the, the mold's completely harmless once it's been taken care of like this. All right. So at some point, I will probably pocket some just to give it to the guild to show like what we did a little bit better. Okay. That's fair. At this point, I want everybody to roll initiative. Roll an initiative. Finding a d20 that will ultimately betray me. 12 well, for me. I've rolled my second two of the day. That's a six in total. Babes, I rolled a natty 20. So... Heck yeah. Nice. What's your initiative bonus? My initiative bonus is, I think, a very, very strong one. But let me check. Yeah, it is a strong one. Okay, let me just figure out the initiative order here. Okay, first up in the order is actually one of the Vegapygmies, who also rolled a nat 20, I'm afraid, Grace. Gross. Who is actually not currently active, so you're up first. You confused me. You got <laughs> me right. in the first half. All of the Vegapygmies have a different initiative roll, and there are like 20 of them. There are 17. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm behind my good friend, Anthony Snyder, like a meat shield of the smallest variety. Correct. Uh, hey, I've seen this one before. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm not going to be mauled by pigs this time. Maybe. Oh, that noise is the background is the egg. Okay. Sorry about that. I said pig, and she was like, bird sounds? Chaos Bolt sometimes does things that's good to these boys. Okay, so you're casting Chaos Bolt then? Yeah, I think that's a reasonable thing to do. What level? Um, I don't know if it'll be the right flavor of Chaos, so I'm just going to say first level. Okay. Also, I who are you attacking? That thing, the closest one. You that gotta be one. more specific for our viewers at home. Half heart purple. Yeah, this one. Half heart. It's the one that's straight in front of Anthony Snyder. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll to hit. Rolling a dice. I got a natural one. <laughs> yeah, that misses. And so after the f flash of light is now illuminating this space. It's honestly a bit blinding to you. So as you reel back, trying to contain this chaotic energy in your hands and, unle and try to unleash it forward into your target, it slips and falls onto your foot. Oh. Which I'm going to say, just take a point of damage. Owie, my toesies, I say. And let's everyone. just say it lights your toe on fire for ah. the time being. You can just like, Snuff it, it out a bit. It's not that much, but it was fire damage. Because why not? Ouchie. Hey, guys, I did the right one. Also, guys, I think I might need better shoes now. That's unfortunate. All right. Well. Grace, is that your turn? I Yeah, that's my turn. Unfortunately. For Next me. up is the first Vegapygmy's turn. Ben. What is their movement? They have 30 feet. They have 30 feet? That's a lot of it's feet. It's a centipede. Run for your lives. So this guy's up first. He moves 30 here. He is not in range to actually do anything, so we'll take the dash action. 
Oh, we've quickly been Five, swarmed 10, by these 15, gentlemen. 20, I see. 25, 30 to a more upfront position. And following that, it is. He's also got 30 feet of movement. I'm going to fast forward through all of this. That's honestly fair. And he's going to bite you, Anthony. What? This is this is unheard of. And that's a nat one. Tremendous. He bites his tongue and he's like, ow, my tongue. You're right. And he'll take one point of damage Sweet. as well. I that's apparently this... what happens on a nat one here. I look into this Veggie Pygmy's eyes, and it looks into my eyes, and we both do finger guns, because we both done fucked up the same way, like idiots. Yeah, he's got resistance to that, but I'm saying it's at a minimum damage of one on this. So, it's my turn at this point. Yay! So, seeing many Veggie Pygmy, I'm going to do exactly what I told Anthony I was going to do. And cast Dragon Breath on him. Ooh. So you can figure out what that does on your turn. That being said, I still have an action I can use. So I'm going to cast Firebolt. Targeting not the one who was attacking you. Why not? Isaac, he tried to bite me. Because probably <laughs> your Dragon Breath will be good enough on that. And Firebolt has a really long range. And also, it just took its turn. Yeah, also, it just took its turn. I'd rather take out somebody who has not gone yet. That's fair. So, I'm targeting this guy with Firebolt. We After I move 5, 10, 15, 20 here, just so that I have clear range. Isaac, can you shot. describe where you are physically? Because I don't want to have to take a picture of the battle every time you move. Right, from the mouth of the cave, I've moved to the left and deeper in a bit to be parallel with the Thorny, who is now right in front of Anthony. And I'm shooting a shot deeper into the cave, which you've luckily lighted up for us so that we can actually see in here. Yes. At the Vegapygmy located there. And I Eat got a 17 sun. to hit, and that hits. <laughs> Which is five damage. Oh yeah. This is the first time anyone's been hit. This target. That isn't themselves. Yeah. So from my hand streaks a bolt of fire, which blasts right into the chest, burning away most of it. And it looks sort of on its last leg at this point. <laughs> oh my. Quite literally, the rest of its legs have been burned away. <laughs> Crispy, um, bright vision pygmy. And with that, Isaac's describing how several horrible bushmen get closer to us in a cave. That person's not active yet. Anthony, it's your turn. <gasps> it's my turn. Yeah. Excellent. I'm going to try to cone. I'm going to breathe. You're going to use your dragon breath? Yeah, that icy hot ice. So, first, I need to actually figure out where you're aiming this, please, and thank you. Um... In this general area. So, Clo can I make the a request? Closer to the swarm of these, yeah? Can you move, like, just over here? Yeah, why not? So, stepping to the side slightly, you release whatever jet of energy that I have bestowed upon you. I need How much of a area is this? Yo, yell. This is a 15-foot cone. 
So five, 10, 15 there. It'll hit this guy and this guy is what's happening at the moment. I'll it doesn't actually it. reach that deep yet. Not in my D&D. So okay. as you reel back, feeling this energy that has been temporarily bestowed within you, a light blue maw of a dragon appears in front of your face as you open your mouth and release a torrent of ice blue energy. Ooh. From your mouth, I need these people to make deck saving throws. So, Anthony, I need you to roll damage on that, which is 3d6 cold damage. 3d's nuts. <laughs> nice. Alrighty, 3d6, that is not great. 6. For 3d6, you do 6 damage. I rolled a 2, and a 1, and a 3. Okay. Thorny's still looking pretty good. And who's the other guy who just took damage here? Wow. I used up my whole month's worth worth of luck in that last session, didn't I? This would be... I rolled a 2, a 2, a 2, a 1, and a 3 so far. Okay. And surprisingly, despite making it saving throw, it is looking very hurt, the other one that you hit. Sick. I'm going to use my bonus action to inspire Grace. I'm going to say, Grace... That was a fluke. I know you got this. Just don't throw either of us. I believe I in you. I wink. I wink loudly. Like you can hear it and it Ew. makes a tickle noise. That's how why how did you Okay. Thanks. So now <laughs> you have following Anthony. A thing. We have And they're going to attack Grace, I think, no. if that's in range. Yeah, no. that's in range for the Veg Pygmy's ranged attack. They have a ranged attack? How rude yep. of them. They are picking up a clump of burnt ma- uh, No, just a pebble off the ground. No, they're clumping into it. Their, uh, loading it into their sling and firing at you, Grace. Does a 19 hit. Does it not? Can I say no? Not really. Yeah, that's fair. Figured I'd ask. Yeah, it is. Okay, and that does... Grace, you got pebbled. That does minimum damage for three damage. So, I'm going to paint you a weird picture. I'm over here feeling pretty bad about burning my own toe. Because that's not a very fun thing to do in your first turn. After rolling a natty 20. So, I'm there. I'm petting tapioca, who's in one of my many many animal holding spaces and suddenly a pebble just hits me in the forehead <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> j'accuse and i look around confused and dejected next person the initiative isn't moving yet and now it's this person's turn i don't have the right tool selected i remember back Ooh. in the old days when i used to play DD was hurt by you, Anthony. So they're gonna, and it's honestly not doing too good, but they already see somebody running off to go get help, so they're just gonna sling you. What? Why would you sling me? I'm, I've done literally nothing wrong. But they're gonna move over here for a direct line of fire first. I could see them swinging you, but not And that's swinging. a nat 20. <laughs> what? All right, karma. Pebbles. I see you. Crit. Four. Crit with that pebble. Six damage. <laughs> what a... 
So what they do do is after having most of their body frozen, they slowly crack out of it, fall to the side a little bit, hold up their sling in grabbing up the nearest rock that they can find, reel back and fire right into your eye. (laughs) Ow, bitch. Ah, son of a... (laughs) Ow. <gasps> Language. I'm sorry. That hurt. Poed and eyes. owned. Anthony and Rita swore. Get the fog, like the, the loud, loud that, horns. We're back to the start of the initiative order. Wait, so are you talking about an air horn? Yeah, I was going to say fog horn, but that's not. And that's a rooster. That's a- <laughs> Grace, in the last round, the person who actually goes before you was gotten to start moving. Bad. For 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60 feet. Following that is your turn, though. All right, I take damage. Hold on. I'm not used to doing that. There's a there's a, still a gentleman in front of our friend Anthony Snyder, yes? Yeah. There are two. A pretty beefy gentleman. I don't like beefo gentlemen. That's not true, but I don't like this particular beefy gentleman. So I look into my hands and I go, you, you got this, buddy Opalo mine. And I'm going to try that again. I'm going to try to chaos one more time. And if that doesn't work, (laughs) I'll cry. Don't forget you have inspiration. Yes. And I plan on on not needing it for this one time. (laughs) Yeah, I rolled an 18 plus numbers. And what level did you cast this at? Uh, One. I don't trust myself after... So that definitely hits. Roll two d eight plus uh two d eight and one d six. Two d eight and one d six. Hold on, it's gonna take me a second because my dice bag likes to fight me for no reason. Sorry, I didn't think you wanted to hear me swearing at my dice bag. Reasonable. Okay, two d eights. They give me a d six. What? 2d8, yes. 1d6. I have a 6, a 7 for the 2d8. A 6 and 7. 6 and 7. And then my d6 okay. is a 5. Woo! Okay, pick 6 or 7. I pick 6 because it's the power number. That's correct. So, as you reel your chaotic energy once again... Wait, can I flavor it? Go right ahead. Okay, so after giving my hands a little pep talk... As I cast all of my spells, I do an awkward finger guns, turn around and over my shoulder. I try to cast this, this spell. Now, the fun thing, my good audience and best friends, is every time I cast Chaos Bolt, I don't know what's going to come out of it. So, hoping for the best, I awkwardly finger gun the heck out of this thorny man. And, and how much comes damage out? is that again? Total? A five, a six, and a seven. Okay. So, math. That's, yeah, that's 18 damage. 18 damage. Ooh. So, as you finger gun, lime green energy spurts forth and splatters poison all across this thorny. Whoa, what yes. were you aiming? Come on. <laughs> and it collapses, seemingly dead on the ground. Oh, we I hate actually, seemingly. No. Wait. <laughs> Actually, Yo, do these ones not revive? Big pogger. Because Anthony managed to deal cold damage before it regained a turn. Which, the cold and poison 
cause it to die. Huzzah. It is dead. So as your poison shoots out from your finger gun hands, it just, with the thorny getting splattered from, from this chaos bolt, just starts to wither, crumple, and collapse to the ground, sort of deflated. And then the last of the ice just snaps it in half. I do an air high five um, with my friend Anthony Snyder. Huzzah! I give that right back. One down. Sixteen to go. <laughs> Next up is... And he's going to sling you, Grace, because you just killed his dog. Good. Don't sling me, though. This is a revenge mission. I don't feel bad. So that's a 16. Does that hit? Does a 16 hit? Yes. I'll tell you. Oh. No, that was a... That was a joke. That was a hypothetical. Yeah, 16. But he does minimum damage, so that's another three bludgeoning from a pebble. (laughs) Grace is getting beamed. I... I look at my little cut that I got from this dorky little pebble, and I go, "Tis but a flesh wound." And then I laugh because I don't even know where that reference is from. You guys just used to say it a lot. <laughs> that's Monty oh, Python, Monty isn't Python. It? Probably. I never so, watched any Monty Python. Coming back to my turn now, seeing the fleeing and weakened Veggie Pygmy that Anthony and I created. I'm going to... Wait, you guys had a Vegapigmy child? Hold on. Roll Grace, that you, back. you told me to no. stay away from boys, so I did. Yeah, but, but you never listened to me. Ever. You, you never told me to stay away from mold. <laughs> I'm going to cast Magic Missile at second level, using my last second level spell slot, and using my damage replace feature to light them on fire. So as you see me, prepare my hands together to cast a spell... You see four balls of force, force like you have before, and then suddenly, one by one, and as they're just spinning in between my hands, they ignite on fire before rushing out from me. One of them going to strike the one, the one that I hit earlier but is fleeing, which already on minimum damage is enough to kill. One striking the one that was hurt by Ed, uh, Anthony's ice breath, but didn't die, and two striking this one here. Anthony, after eating an entire container So, first, this guy just (laughs) dies, because that was enough even with minimum damage. The second one that Anthony had hurt earlier also gets hit with enough damage to kill, and this one gets hit by two magic missiles. Who's he? Eight damage to him. And he is struck twice in the chest, on both sides of his chest, with balls of flame that just burst apart, tearing through him, and he looks very hurt now. Bad for them. Anthony, it's your turn. (gasps) Anthony Snyder, original turn. Okay. I'm going to move up to this square next to this man, and then I'm going to breath. That makes things a lot easier. So it would hit the area of here over to here. Awesome. I'll do that. So in so, other words, Anthony is trying to hit two of the five gentlemen that we can see in this section of the cave before it takes a slope downwards and a turn. Yes. Uh, that slope is going up, actually. A slope that goes up 
and into the darkness. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, there is a man here, but it's not actually alive yet. It's like right. the tor the the head and shoulders are there, and it's not awake, and it's growing out of a of a corpse. You can take a look deeper look at this corpse if you want. Defo, and then we're gonna kill but, the corpse before. Yeah, and also take the things that it has because the corpse doesn't need them anymore. So rolling okay. deck saving throw on both of them. That's a fail for this guy. Eight damage. And a fail for this guy. Also they both fail. Roll 3d6 damage. I did. Eight. Eight damage? Yep. I realize okay. that the average is 12, but unfortunately, I will never roll above average. So the first one, as you unleash your maw from within you, the first one just freezes solid, tilts back, and shatters. Yay, I got my first kill. Of the podcast. The second one. Wait, second Let me figure out how much hit points that has. I got that one plant that one time. Like, various patches across its body freeze and just fall off bit by bit. So it's looking heavily wounded, very much on the brim, All but right. not quite dead yet. I will take a bonus action. Well, I'll take a free action to uh, compliment, I mean, uh, just kind of contemplate my life decisions. And then I'll take a bonus action to heal Grace with the power of my words because she keeps getting beamed by pebbles. So that's going to be healing word at uh, first level. You heal. Mm -hmm. Oh, Max, you heal five health. And I say Wait, thanks. Healing. Wait, Max. Yep. Wouldn't Max be eight? No, that's level one. Healing word. 1d4 plus 4. 1d4 plus 4. You said max. Oh, actually, I rolled minimum, so 5. That's what I thought. Okay. My mistake. I just wanted to clarify. Sorry. I saw the 4 and I saw the 1 and I was like, those two added together are 5, but actually I could have healed you for 8. Um, anyway, yeah. And Thanks, I, buddy. I say, um, Grace, it may not mean much, but pebbles add up, so you're, I support you. I gotta get uh -huh. better at giving people motivational speeches. I look at you and I go, your friendship is the healing magic. I'm so glad to hear that. And then, yeah, uh, the maw of the dragon um, spins and turns into... It just into, dissipates. It uh, dissipates in between breaths. Isaac? Yes? I'm trying to flavor. Um, it, uh, it briefly turn, it, uh, it turns around and turns softer and pink and... Uh, Gust of healing wind hits Grace. Cute. Yes. Okay. The next person to go is right here. And goes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and is going to peg you, Anthony. Oh, I'm not into that. Because you just killed Isaac. two of them. Did you, wait, hold on. Did you say what I think you said? Peg? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Ah, uh, you don't need to know. Just like... Throw a rock at you and such. <laughs> yep, that's yep, that's what it means. Doesn't it have multiple definitions? I think it does. Anthony I does a sixteen hit. A sixteen? Let me see. Does hit. Should be noticed Anthony has the highest armor class out of us. Yes, Ow. and I aim to increase it. Well, I'm just so nimble and agile and sexy and powerful. So that is a slingshot, so that is four damage. Ow! As a rock Ow. flies and bops you straight in the nose. 
Why? My freaking moneymaker dude. That hurts. Yeah. Stop. They're aiming for the face. Rude boys. These guys are like wasps. <laughs> do wasps aim for the face? Yeah, I think they do. Uh, next person has <laughs> they do that when not been like, alerted hey, what yet. What? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was talking about wasps. Oh, I'm uh, just saying the next person has not been alerted yet. Alright, sweet. So, this guy has alerted the last guy in the back who's actually willing to move and is now coming along. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65. Uh, they don't have 65 feet of movement on that dash. So that's as far as they get. Following that, we have... Next, we have this guy. He's gonna go 5, 10, and attack you, Anthony. What?! Yeah, this you just killed two of them with an ice breath. Yeah, you actually, like... you hit this guy specific. No, yeah, you hit this guy specifically with said ice breath. Well, sucks for him. I'm gonna kick him in this dumb chest. I don't like that. Get away from me. Luckily, they didn't roll very hard, so that's still only four damage. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> oh shit! No, every one of them has that have had a turn that have been hurt have been damaged by the type that means that they don't get to heal. So. That's okay. We've only been doing the damage type that doesn't mean they can heal. Aside from Grace, but she killed something with it. Sweet. I'm a smooth criminal. So the first one that actually comes into melee range beyond the first thorny that popped up is going to strike across your chest. Me? Yes. This Wah. guy slashing you across the chest. Oh, not a new guy. No, this is one that is very hurt. A lot of chunks of its body are missing as they got frozen off of it from your last ice breath. Ew. But they're the first Vegapygmy that actually got into melee range so far. Which 5, guy? 10, 15, 20. Uh. <laughs> and they're also going to slap you, Anthony. <laughs> That's not what you like to hear. That would be a 12. 12 doesn't hit. So as they strike out against you. I just parry it with my foot. You swiftly lift your foot up as it was aiming for your face and just reach my face. Probably not, actually. So it was reaching for your dick. Oh, that's worse. Going for a nut shot there. Uh, you just bring your bastard. knee up, bouncing its, its fist up and and past you. It is going to move closer to Grace at that moment then. Hey, no. Just because of very specific reasons. Pick out by fives. ASMR experience with Isaac. That is their full movement. And Grace, it is now your turn. Ew. So I'm looking into this cave. In the part that doesn't go up, there are six and a half men. Yeah. There's and a glowing right of ball me. of light right in the middle of it to be added okay. on. So there's Wait, does that have any man. blinding effect, Anthony? Uh, I could, uh, let me check. You guys keep doing your own thing. Right so in Grace, front of me, so yeah. that seems like the thing I should worry about. But also Anthony. <sighs> nope, it's just bright light. Okay. Uh, it also dispels magical darkness. Yeah, there wasn't magical darkness here. Thought not. Hmm. Something I should mention, Grace. Ranged attacks at enemies within melee range, range with you are at disadvantage. Hmm. Which is why this guy got closer to you. That's not very nice of him. He's he only seen have. you fire off spells so far. 
Oh wait, this guy had his turn come to him, but he had taken the right damage type, so never mind. Okay. So I cast produce flame in my hand. Mm-hmm. And I go to give him a high five to the face. Roll uh since it is a ranged attack still. Is it? Technically Technically, you can also. It says you can also attack with the flame, in which case you do make a ranged attack with it. I really like what you're doing here, so I'm gonna say you can attack, but you don't get your spell attack modifier and just get your dex or strength modifier. Okay, for that this. works for me. Now, if you use your strength, of course, it does. It just it's just regular. So, not really much of a difference at the moment. What did you roll? 9 plus 3, 12. But I do have inspiration. So, that wouldn't hit a vet. Uh, does, ve- uh, does inspiration need to be used before they know if it hits or not? Added after seeing the roll, but, but, but before knowing the outcome. So, Grace, do you want to use inspiration yeah. on this? Yes, very much so. Okay. In which case, Anthony, uh, in which case, roll a d6. I love a good d6. I think that like a d6. Well, it's a one, so that's not that. So that so that brings your attack up to a thirteen, Grace. Yeah. Veggie pygmies have an AC of thirteen. That Big one bugger. made the difference between you hitting and missing. Heck yeah! You remember, you remember all the good memories of your best friend Anthony Snyder. So, how do you slap him? Um. Also, roll damage. I will roll damage. What is that? Hold a on, D8. Scroll. A D8. I don't like D8s. Their shape makes me irrationally upset. I got a two. So it's more of an ego ouch than a body ouch. Good to know. Um, I walk up to this, this dingus and I go, you look like you need a hand. And then I slap him in his face. And with your f- hand flaming as it smacks him across the face, it definitely sears into his skin. Does it not do much, cramp. but still is something that hurts. And then I look to my many friends and I go, do you like my one-liner? It's pretty good. And Grace, do you want to move deeper into the cave at this point? Me? Yeah. I mean, I suppose I should move, right? It's not just... Um... You have movement options available to you that do not include moving out of of range of him and would not provoke an opportunity attack. I'll just go behind Antoine so that I can maybe heal him next turn. Awesome. So you're going just right there? Yep. And with that it goes to... (laughs) That person's not moving. So next up is me. I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 away from you both because... I want to try and draw their fire at this point, and I'm going to cast another flaming magic missile, this time just at first level. I'm not aiming to kill here. I'm trying to get the attention, one, to the guy who just smacked Anthony, and Grace just slapped. One to the person right next to Anthony, and one to the orange one is four damage, which is enough to kill. (laughs) So the magic missile... Instead of just the warning shot I meant it to be on that one, bore straight through its chest and out the other side. 
Isaac, just because you're so good at this game doesn't mean that we don't still love you. We still love you, Isaac. Don't Second worry. one that flies overhead of both of you before slamming into the top of his head does three damage, kind of just burning away the top of his head a bit. He's still standing, but he's looking very hurt. And last one uh, singes across his body, still fairly painful for these guys, but not the worst. And next up is... And then... It's Anthony. <sighs> Anthony. Alrighty. Anthony is going to look at this guy next to Grace. Okay. And he's, he's going to say... He's going to completely blank on a one-liner. And is just going to uh, yell and uh, try to get it through the middle of it. With, Dragon with breath? Sword. Oh, Should... you're going to stab him? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to use Dragon Breath. I'm sorry. I didn't want to waste that. Okay. Uh, Dragon Breath so... is not a wasted thing. It's on a time limit. Right, exactly. Sweet. I'm going to... I mean, if, if, if this kills, I was on the gland. So, you're using Dragon Breath in that 15-foot area? Yeah, I don't want to hit Grace with it, though. Yeah, that's not the area that you would hit. It goes out like that, and out like that. Sweet. And crosses the middle. So, even with minimum damage, this is a kill. So, how, so how do you want to kill this one? So, um, I dash over, I grab its throat with my hand, and I, I bring it up, and I just ice, ice baby it, and then I drop it. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to... Uh, chant to myself, Anthony is sexy, Anthony is smart, Anthony uh, won't let wounds prevent him from creating art, and I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. Nice. Because I am uh, on Death's Door. So, once again, you grab this tiny, small man plant, lift it up, up slightly above you, open your maw, and just freeze its head solid where it snaps off and falls away. And, and then say your chant to and then I, I heal chant yourself. Myself, but it's kind of creepy because instead of the usual hearts or butterflies, it is um, just like musical notation spaghetti that like spills out of my mouth and wraps itself around my wounds. Sure. And then evaporates and they look healed. And do you want to move it all beyond that? Um, I'd like to, yeah, move a little away from Gray's. Probably here. Just that, uh, five feedback. Thing you can do. I say nice job. <laughs> Thanks, Grizz. Next up is this guy who has just seen you kill another with your dragon breath. I've also killed a couple of them. Or... You've killed a lot more than I have. Yeah, this one's coming after me. 5, 10, 15. Gonna use a I smack don't attack. With the dragon that would be a 13 to hit. That hit me. 13 hits you? Yes. Dang. I have 12 AC. Must suck. Gosh, couldn't be Luckily, me. they roll minimum damage as they claw against me. Tearing my clothes a bit. I'm going to have to mend that later. Isaac, can you do a nose job? What? Not the, not like in a sex way, but like, could you fix my nose because it got hit with a thing? Don't have that kind of magic. But <laughs> it did get healed magic. up in that last thing you did. Your nose is just perfect. It's just fine. You're right, it's perfect. Oh my god, I'm so sexy. 
So that's going to be a sling against me now. That is a 12 this time. That still hits. Four damage, I believe? So a rock gets pelted into my face now. He's also going to peg me with a rock. That is a 19. <laughs> Ouchie. For another four damage. And I'm starting to look pretty hurt now. And this one's gonna sling you, Anthony. Cover as a that son of a gun. No, they're gonna sling me because I'm looking that relatively hurt. Luckily, they rolled a six, so I'm safe this time. I taunt him. Gonna be honest, if that had hit me, I could have died there. Wow. <laughs> Isaac in dies one day. to Pebbles. That's, you're beating Goose's record. No, Grace almost died. No, yeah, there was a day in between those, so that's fair. Goose, you've got competition. Oh no, I can be the only one who constantly gets murdered by nothing. Following that is Grace's turn, because he um, is the top of the order. Okay, Anthony, do you still need some healing vibes? I need it, but not as much as... Isaac does. You don't know my hit points. I, I you just know I'm less than half health. Ah, I'm more than half health. Okay. So Isaac's about like well, he, he's less than half health, so probably like my two max or is one seventeen. I'm less than half health. Yeah, you could get right next to me. You would not prompt any opportunity attacks, but you would be in melee range with the other guy now. That's okay. I'm pretty. Oh, cool. that's okay. So I run up, New plan. I wink as I run past my good friend, Anthony Snyder. I and wink I back? Run right Just for reference, Anthony, you would not have been able to get all three of those guys that you were thinking about in a single breath. Oh, my mistake. And I poke Isaac's nose and I go, boop, healing boop. And I cast uh, my good old fashioned bonus cantrip, spare the dying, on you. Because you're dying, and I'm sparing you from dying. <laughs> S spare the dying does nothing at the moment. Well. I tried my best, guys. <laughs> it was, a, it was a, a valiant effort, we'll say. Yeah. In true Grace fashion. So I tried Grace boops me and releases her spare the dying energy it sort of just dissipates as I'm not actively dying at the moment. Well, you looked not, pretty bad. There was a not chance. Not actively dying yet. There was a chance you were actively yep. dying. Not so actively dying yet. <laughs> just in case. I'm going to give you a case. look. Thank you very much, Grace. <laughs> Indeed. I've decided I actually did something, and I give myself a pat on the back. Like, yes, I have done good today. A way to go. Uh, next up does not go, so it's me. Okay, I am hurt. I don't have healing spells, ever. I need to maintain, ah shit, I should have been maintaining concentration on Anthony's spell against all of these hits. Give me oh. a second. I'm guessing that goes away. Yeah, it goes away. Right. <laughs> Foiled again. No, wait. Foiled. Opposite of that, it stays. Whoa! <laughs> I rolled a 15. That passes Huge. the DC 10 of all these attacks. Yep. Yep. Oh, nope. Lost it right towards the end there. Crap. Good news. 
it didn't get lost on previous rounds that I forgot to maintain concentration. If I did have that. Bad news, it did oh. get lost in the last barrage of three attacks against me. Darn. Well, I'll live without it. Yeah, just as long as they... It doesn't have to be the killing blow. Oh, you don't know this, actually, so never mind. Well, we've... We, we've seen Grace kill with, with poison, so I think... You're right. It doesn't have to be the killing blow that is a damage type that can kill them, but also you don't know that poison's not a damage type that can't kill them, because you've right. never tried it before. So it might be just that poison works, or as long as they've been hit with that damage type, it still kills them. It just can't be allowed to heal. And so concentration has been dropped, allowing me to use concentration type spells again. But, like, don't have much use of it for that at the moment. Beyond possibly casting that, but no, I don't want to do that. So, I definitely want to save a little bit of this, but another magic missile, set of three. All, f uh, all of them lighting a flame as well. Sending two to the guy right in front of me and one just to this other guy. So, against this guy, he takes five, ten damage, which was very much overkill. As the first magic missile strikes through him, it's evidently dead. But then another one just strikes it down into the dirt even harder. Out of spite, double death. Against, so... Death 2, the sequel you've all been waiting for. Second one, or third shot... Four damage. How much health does this guy have? He is hit with a devastating blow, tearing through his sides, leaving him very wounded. You guys didn't try to kill my best friend, Duck, and also my best friend, Isaac. You know, maybe I'd feel bad, but I don't. Anthony, it's your turn. I should attack one of them. I'm gonna run up. Ah, I'm gonna run up to the man who is closest to me. And I'm going to stab him with my sword. And hope it works this time. Okay. Roll to attack. We'll see if it hits. Hey, guys. Mm -hmm. I have yet to roll a d20 this uh, this session without rolling a 2. <laughs> so that's a 7. 7, seven hit. doesn't hit. I stab it right into the ground in front of him. As you stab forward, you aiming for where you think there should be Vegapygmy, but you're a bit blinded by your drift globe that is sitting on the ground still shining daylight you actually aim for one of the uh, for the place where my magic missile just tore through and miss entirely and with that unless you have anything else you want to do well I would like to healing word myself again just saying Anthony you'll get him next time keep up the great work okay how many spell spots do you have left none so I think I should have been clear. I have six hit points. Yeah. I would like to heal Isaac instead. <laughs> Thanks. You heal maximum eight. Thank you. You're I welcome. Have 14 King. hit points, so pretty much you're dead. Pretty much basically full. Oh, hey, Isaac, we have the same HP currently. Oh, thank, thank you, Anthony. You're welcome, babe. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Next person... Up would be this guy. 5, 10, 15, 20. Striking me. <sighs> As it gets pebbled in nope, that misses. 
5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Striking me. Bad hits okay. in major ways. That is a 22 to hit. Bruh. <sighs> Four, eight damage. <laughs> so immediately as Anthony finishes gr uh, gifting his healing word onto me, immediately a Vegapigmy just slaps me hard directly in the, in the stomach where I'm my weakness. And all of that healing just floods right back out of me. And I if this were double uh, over a bit, but don't fall down just yet. If this were an animated work, uh, uh, a big old uh, pink heart would come out of my mouth and it would um, fly right up to Isaac's chest and everything except the heart would fade to white. And then um, the heart would turn into a broken heart as it is revealed Isaac has been slashed across the chest and the heart will fall to the ground and shatter. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Bad news, bears. Ugh. And following that, who's up? But next? hey, you didn't die. Yet. Uh, yep. Next, following that is somebody who's not here. And then that. And then this person. Seeing I am very wounded. Everybody else seems fine. They want to lower our numbers. 5, 10, 15. Not moving out of range of anybody. They're slapping me too. What? Isaac, this can't be happening. Isaac, this can't be happening. They roll a 13. Isaac, this can't be happening. Isaac, this can't be happening. And deal 4 damage. Isaac! Good thing I'm here to cast Spare the Dying on you when you, uh, you inevitably get slapped into oblivion. Slicing at my arm, making, uh, not my arm, my leg, making me fall to a knee, very injured at this moment. Still Isaac. hanging on, but Keep kind of panting and wincing in pain. <sighs> and with very many rips in my closing now, and I'm gonna need to mend that later. I like how that's, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, I have trust that you guys will not let me die. That's hilarious. Our bard is out of spells, and I can only save you from dying, not heal you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and with that, Grace, it is your turn. <sighs> I sigh. I heave a big sigh, because my friend Isaac's not looking so sexy right now. And I blink, like frogs do. You know how they seem to blink with determination. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I'm gonna look at this man. These There's three men just all up in my business, which I'm not really not really appreciating. It's uh, not my forte to be in a man pile. And I am gonna do a spell. That isn't going to kill Isaac. Hmm. You know, Isaac, you being here and almost dead makes my spells like no spells. Yeah, your two AoE spells that are self-targeted. Well, wait. You could cast Shatter. That won't murder you immediately? Wait, no, that uses a spell slot that you don't have. Never mind. Uh, shatter does not is not targeted around yourself. It's anywhere within sixty feet, and then a ten foot area around that. Oh. But you don't have second level spell slots at the moment. 
which I, I forgot. Thunderwave is self. You got Produce Flame and Chaos Bolt. If you Don't still I have, have first level one spell. second level spells out left? I haven't cast any second level spells this whole time. Yeah, you, no, you cast a Chaos Bolt. I've only you cast did. Chaos Bolt at no? first level. Yeah, then you could the cast level. Shatter, yeah. uh, but you're going to have to... I'm going to ha have you make some sort of check um, because you would have to cast it right about here, which is not an area you currently have really visible to you. Ah. And that uh, and that would hit them, but not hit. Uh, that would actually probably hit Anthony. I can take it. But it wouldn't hit me or you. Well, actually, if you just him. casted it here, it would hit all three of them, but not Anthony, probably. I you think. know, I like those odds. <laughs> but I want you to make a check for actually get it there. What kind of check? We talking. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, just Perception? make a spell casting check. What does that mean, a spellcaster? Whatever score you use for spellcasting, oh, okay. make a check with it. I need to figure out the DC for a moment. Gonna set it kind of high. Why? Okay. Just because well, it's not... It, she's got three small men right in front of her. That's fair. And I'm directly small, so blocking the place that she needs to see, to be targeting. Um... So she has very little visual idea of where that is. And the finesse of distancing this spell so that it doesn't hit us, but hits all of them. Wait. Yeah. So And it does hit all of them is very tricky. So I want her to make this spellcasting check at okay. a fairly high DC. So I'm going to tell you what I do, and then I'm going to tell you the number so you can tell me how bad I mess up. Okay. I start running through all of these geometrical equations in my head. I remember similar triangles. I think about side angle side and how ass isn't allowed, which always made me upset back in geometry class. I'm calculating angles. I'm calculating torque. Everything is coming together. And I awkwardly finger gun to the perfect location with my 19 plus 5. <laughs> Yo, so huge. Do that, Grace. It's only plus three. Plus three. <laughs> That's still, still a 22, and you pinpoint target exactly where you need to aim it so that it hits all three of them and none of us. Not that yes. spot. That hits Anthony. This spot. Heck yes. I'm clicking on the wrong spot. Yeah, right here-ish. And your shatter goes off. I need to see the spell description of Shatter. As a sudden, loud, ringing, painful noise, like shattering glass no, no, cascades no. Isaac, out. Oh? Flavor? Okay. The sound is a deep, shatter, mind melting honk. <laughs> oh. As the sound of a thousand geese honking at once shatters force through the space. Damaging the people, damaging all three of them. I want you to roll 3d8. Uh, roll 3d8 as I roll their saving throws. Okay. This is going to be a freaking blast to edit, can I just say? <laughs> so, eight, six, so, and eight! Eight, six, and eight. Colossal. So, <laughs> that would be... 
One of them save. Second one fails. Third one nat ones for another fail. <laughs> so, how much damage is this, Grace? Eight and eight is 16, plus six is a number. That is 24? 24, you say? I think so. Did I add that right? Eight, eight, six. Yeah. No, that would be 22. Oh, 22. There we go. I was two off. But two is not a number, so. So, with that, all of them crumple as the noise rings through their head, seemingly dead. I'm afraid to say. Ow, Grace, a little warning next time. Does not hurt you, but you still hear all the honks. Yeah, but that's still loud. Come on, I wasn't used to that. Uh, I don't know if they're actually dead, so we might want to, like, firebolt these unconscious babies before they decide they don't want to die again, despite us, out of spite. I'm just going to cast Magic Missile to be sure using fire, smacking them each once with flames, a uh, flaming place. missile. Oh, I'm almost out of spell slots now, which is not where I want to be, but oh well. And each one of them is dead now. All right. And we have on. a moment okay. of break. We so have we can to break recruit. initiative at the moment. All right. And I am wincing also deal with in the great pain. The corpse and man, Isaac. What? The corpse man. Right. Yes. I kick one of these dead bodies and I go huff my shorts and then I go over to investigate the corpse. So at this point, Juno and, uh, Juno can come into this general area and use their heal. Because that is a thing they can do, but I'm not allowing it mid-combat. Yeah. Great success. Because don't want them here. So Juno can come forth and use healing on me. One of their healings for the time being. Just so you do know, uh, Juno is currently covered in animals. There is a cat. Yep. There is a raccoon. And there's a small duck just on different parts of this very small unicorn. So I'm going to say he does that twice just because I'm really hurt. Bring me up to... More or less okay. Are either of you hurt at all to the point where he would think you need healing? I am... Give me percentage-wise damage. 66%. 66. Grace is fine. Okay, he's going to hold off on that last one then. Alright, so that went interestingly. None of us died. But Very painful. uh, Yeah, Isaac probably didn't like that. I still don't really have death perception. So one of you should probably throw the disco ball at any we should we should look deeper in, into the cave. I I mean I imagine they heard that shatter. Oh definitely. But. They have regrouped themselves uh in a what they believe to be the best formation for taking care of you when you get there. Awesome. That's but you don't know this. Forward. And there is still mold up there, so we gotta take care of this before the hour's up. Yeah, of your we daylight. can definitely do that. Um, yeah, I'm completely out of spells. I, how's everyone else doing? I have one slot left. Alright, uh, well, you got plenty of firebolts. I have, I think, anywhere from two to three. <laughs> Good range, good range. 
Alright, we're also probably going to need uh, a moonbeam, so if you can save one of those. Okay. She's out of second that. level spell slots. Mm, bad. Oh, right, because they didn't restore during the short rest. Well, we'll just have to be ex extra thorough with the ball then, won't we? Okay. Alright, so next plan is to go into this top area. So, do we take care of the one that is currently growing at this time, just with yeah, fire bolts and such? You can just fireball that boy. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Or I could use a cantrip if you want to save your firebolt. Firebolt is a cantrip. Never mind then. I forget that that's true because it seems so big and scary that it shouldn't be a cantrip. So, there is a dead body here. There was a there. There are currently two dead body here. That was the one currently growing something. One is an animal-based one, but because we took care of the mold before it really got attached, it's just a mostly eaten animal. Ew. Uh, the other is a very eaten halfling man oh. who is just stripped down to the majority of, of his stuff. He's still got some slight scrapped clothing on him because they didn't really care to remove that. Any of his stuff that might have been of value has been taken away from him. Unfortunate. I mean, you know, the loss of life is, is more unfortunate, but I would like some cool stuff, so. So, we definitely need to go deeper at this time. Yeah. We, at some point, more are going to be returning, and we do not know how many more right. will be returning. And we can assume that there's probably more in the cave as we yeah, see it yeah. goes deeper. Personally, well, I think we should really just keep going. I'm going to stay as far back as I can this time. Reasonable. But I definitely think we should uh, get at these people right away. Yeah, this spreading anymore would be disastrous. And they walked into the cave that they were not nearly prepared enough to take on. And then what? They just died? What made you think this was an appropriate bedtime story? Oh no, not yet. I still have need of these idiots. I just needed to work a little overtime with this. Well, just be subtle about fixing it. I can't impact this outcome somehow, so it's up to you, babe. So, can we go back to work now? Sans this guy. Sands. You do know you need one of these idiots yourself, right, Sed? I want one too. No pets in the apartment. That one is currently in a very precarious situation. Even I'm having trouble with him. At this time, is there anything you guys would like to do around the cave? Well, uh, I'd like to see if we can melt away any moss that might have been blocked by a rock. I mean, mold. I'm going to try to demold the rest of the area. Okay. Make a perception check for me, Anthony, just to see if you can figure out where the areas that the daylight of your drift globe isn't reaching. So I actually have never seen a drift globe before. I rolled a seven in total. <laughs> so after picking up your drift globe, you stare at it for a good solid ten seconds before remembering what you need to do and look about and realizing you've been looking at the equivalent of a tiny sun and cannot see anything in the room. <laughs> you really hate to see that kind of thing happen. You know, sometimes you're walking into a cave, you're trying not to die, you're out of spell slots completely, you want to take a long rest, 
and then you look at the sun for a good 10 seconds and then you can't see the mold. It's a very specific circumstance, but I'm sure it's very relatable. Anthony, do you want to continue to collect various vegeta- uh, the vegepigmy parts that you think we might need to turn in? I guess I'm going all in on the arms. So yeah, why not? I want Isaac to carry them though, because they are leaking sap into my bag. Anthony, make a survival check. Why? I mean, I'm going to, but why? Because I need to know how uh, how well you collect the arms. We're moving up in the ranks. I got an eight instead of a seven. Snap it up. Give me a second. I Figure out exactly how many Vegapigmy's ar- arms this is. Our DM has taken out a notepad and is flipping through it, looking very disappointed in our inability to roll above a 10 or even a 10. He's he's glancing down. He looks like an, a receptionist when you come in without an appointment. Just absolutely distraught. And the receptionist is like really buff. And he, he's uh, like, he's got oiled up biceps and uh, he has nice long flowing hair and his name is Fern. He's uh, thinking. I can, I can smell the thinking happening all the way from several towns over in the mountains. He really looks I'm like Anthony. he so wants to. So that me. gives you. So you take out your rapier as that's really the only thing you have on your person for cutting things with, I believe. Yeah. That correct? Rapiers aren't for cutting, but they can. <laughs> yeah, you don't actually have any way to cutting them, and you start just sort of attempting to hack away at various vegapigmy arms Ew. to very poor effects. But you manage to get about a third of the available arms at the moment. I'll take it. Which is three, so you got another three arms. That's- Leaving currently that's almost, six behind. That's almost four arms, Isaac. You haven't tried to do anything really with the thornies either, either yet. I won't. I'll leave that for someone else to deal with. I walk okay. up to one of the remaining armed pals, and I go, I gotta hand it to you, Anthony. You're very bad at this. I am trying my best, and I would appreciate if you gave me a little moral support in this venture that I've, I'm going in of de-arming people and then I de-arm that are not it. human. Anthony, Can I'm going to at this point just pass you a small knife which could be used to cut away, oh. cut their arms off. You had this the whole time? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it <laughs> was funny. Do you think you could telekinesis their arms off? I mean, that's a little gruesome, but... No, I don't have the ability to hold on to one while tearing the other arm off. I'm afraid. I mean, I could probably go wolf mode and just rip them off. Nah, that's this is not as important as it as it is probably being made out to be. Okay, you have now a total of, let me check. 18. 12. Was, I meant to say 12. A total of 12 Vegapigmy right arms. <laughs> Holy crap, I'm so attractive. <laughs> I'm gonna take the tail. You're gonna cut off the vet, uh, the thorny's tail. Yeah, I feel like we're making too much out of this, and I would like to not be here in the cave with the gentleman. Okay. Who I'm afraid will um, devour me. Before we go any further, I'm going to just make an investigation check to see if I can find anything in this section of the cave that could help us. Touche. Ooh, I rolled a 24. Ooh. Sexy. In just this section of the cave, not going very far deep in, 
Uh, there is the corpse in which that ve growing vegapygmy was on. It did not have fully formed arms yet, Anthony. It kind of like had starting of protrusions of arms, but it was only like up to halfway up its chest, and the arms were still yeah, attached to the person. Wouldn't have bothered with it. I also didn't need to know all of that detail. There's various other skeletons around of various animals and humanoid skeletons, but no stuff on them, really. The person who was had a vegapygmy growing out of them has some forms of clothes on and a bracelet of some kind that looks sort of Ooh. braided together around his arm, but nothing that looks any worth it here. Is it, like, a good-looking bracelet, at least? Looks like handmade. It's made eh. from three distinct materials. There's a feather, some hair, and bark used to make this bracelet. Looks like a personal item. Don't mind yeah. if I do! You're gonna snatch Grace. that up, Grace? This, this feels... Okay. Wrong. Grace, at the moment say. that you get close to the person and start messing with the bracelet, something on your person shifts. Awesome. It's I'm into egg. it. The, the egg has started shifting its its. I uh, drop weight. it so fast and I it's egg time. I'm to full egg mode. Towards the bracelet. It's making, it's like it's sort of just rocking itself slightly in the direction of the bracelet. It wants a hat? It wants a hat. It wants a hat or a belt. Does an egg need a belt? I pick up the egg out of the pouch. The pouch Tiny of Tiny hat quartet. And I look at him and I put him in my hand. Does he rock back and forth like egg? It sort of just flops to one side in the direction <gasps> and then just starts to roll a little bit, almost getting off your hands. Unless you. So make I take it that you want a fashionable belt. I understand. I used to have that want also, but belts so, are hard So, Grace, to make wear. a perception check for me. Egg time. Egg time. Give it up, folks. Pardon the clicking. You hear nothing. Perception, you say? Yes, perception check for me. Okay. I have to find the letter P. <laughs> 16 plus 5. I perceive. 16 plus 5. Nice. That gets you 21. So, looking at the bracelet that he, this person had, have you taken it off of them at this point, or are you just still looking at it? I think I'm still looking at it. I got very excited when the so, egg moved, and my brain is very small. One of the... The bracelet is made up of three very distinct materials. One is a fairly dark bark. The other is black hair that you would know, because you've been around these creatures before, is actually horse hair. <gasps> and the other is some orange feather. Orange? Yeah, orange oh. with bits of red and uh, red and yellow to it. Mm. Uh. I go, well, I see you also have a fine taste for feathers. My feather collection has grown significantly since we got here. There's so many birds. I mean, are you... I don't know if babies know what's best for them. I saw a baby try to eat a Lego once. But I'm gonna trust you, Egg. The feather is warm. Toasty! Maybe it'll help the egg hatch. Phoenix feather? Toasty Phoenix feather for my friend and Egg. I take the bracelet and I kind of hold it near it, but not too close. I don't want my friend to catch on fire. 
at this point, because I need plot things to happen, you drop the bracelet. Okay. And it sort of snaps a bit, and the feather (laughs) floats free and starts flying out of the cave. I go to catch it. Okay. All right, Grace, where where are you going? Hey, Isaac, set that body on fire. I gotta go by. I'm gonna blast the body with one last firebolt and then chase after Grace. Anthony, you coming with? All right, I'm. Heck yeah, I'm bolting after you guys. And we are out of the cave. Road trip, road trip. Grace, it is going towards. Hold on. Exiting the cave, it is kind of going as if taken by a breeze off to the left. Not left, right. That was my right hand I was moving. Off to the right, I need you to make a dex check just to see if you can catch it at this moment. Bad. Oh, also, as I run through the mouth of the cave, I get a shiver and I go, well, that was weird and ominous and feels bad. Anywho, and then I keep running. Isaac, I rolled a two. So, Grace, upon exit, immediately after exiting the cave and getting that shiver through you, you look up to see the feather gets a little higher, starting to get a bit out, uh, not quite out of reach for you yet, but starting to get a bit higher. And as you start to reach up for it, you trip over a rock and fall over. <laughs> That's very odd for oh, no. me. I turn around. And then just start rolling I... in the direction of the feather is still going. I cannonball, I roll in the direction of this feather, and through my rolling, I yell, Can one of you tall people help me? I'm very small! I'm going to just do my best to catch up with it, and once within 30 feet, I'm just going to mage hand catch it in midair. That's sick. But I do need to make some sort of check for that, because have you ever tried to catch a feather in flight? Yes, it's very hard. I'm making a dex check, because why not? Ha ha! Ha 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 ha! I got a nat one! one. It just slips through the fingers of the invisible hand and keeps going. (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna try to run up a tree and catch it. You're just going after it at the moment? Yeah. In that case, make an acrobatics check. The way I'm sort of thinking of this is you're climbing up the tree and making a leap towards the feather as quick as you can. Yes. Well, I got a 15, so that's better than you two did. Okay. Better than we did combined, in fact. So, Anthony, you make a reach for the feather, and you're not sure if you're going to make it yet or make it or not. I want you to make one more dex check just to see if you can, because it's in reach. You can grab it, but are you actually able to grab a feather in flight at this point? I got a 17. Yeah. So your hand clasps around the base of the feather, and it is <laughs> very warm to your touch. Not to the uh, point where it's burning, but just like, good. I, I don't know, you pick up a smooth, warm stone on a hot summer day that has only recently been out of the shade, but has mm. been warmed a good deal by the sun. I know that warm. Like, ah, and I uh, tumble to the ground and gracefully stick the landing. That you do. Wow, he didn't I, have to roll for that. No, and I know. his acrobatics check from earlier said that he uh, sticks the landing. I saw that. Grace. I'm a legend. <laughs> Basically, I'm a gamer is what I'm getting at. And then I, I hand the feather over to Grace. And I was like, hey, this is really hot. Can you hold it for me? I am still rolling. And then I unball and I land on my face and I just stick my arm up to <laughs> grab it from you. I hand it over. Thank. 
You're welcome. And then I roll over on oh, my back and I fasten it around Daptor. Daptor, <laughs> my boy, my sweet summer child, are so, you here? And I fasten it around um, the egg. So you do fasten around the egg, Grace? Yeah. At this point, the egg starts to glow, <gasps> as does the feather. Clegg. Are you, and you have a second to, t- to take it away from the egg if you want, or something's going to happen. Is this a good glow? Do we have an egg doctor present? Is this a good glow? Is this, yeah, is this a good thing? Hey, Isaac, is this a good thing? How should I know? Isaac, you're you smart. That, Isaac, you know things. Isaac, is this good? Isaac, if this, if this goes wrong, it's your fault. Yep. If my egg <laughs> dies, I'm going to skin you alive and wear you as a jacket. At this point, Grace, as you finish, put the feather around the egg and it has glowed. You were freaking out for a moment, and when you look towards me and Anthony asking what to do, and when you look back down, the feather's gone. It's a ca- Guys, we have a problem. This egg might be a cannibal. I think it just ate a feather. Is that cannibalism? Is that eggbalism? And Grace, the egg is bigger now. <gasps> How much? Originally, it was about the size of your palm. Yeah, me, yeah, me, yeah. Now it's expanded about a centimeter in diameter. Oh, I could use calculus to find it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Other noteworthy is at the base of the egg, because eggs are oval shaped dish, there's a little bit of an orange tint to things. And right on the middle, there's a very orange pattern of the feather just dancing a, a, a wave like across the middle of it. Is it animated? No. Oh. I do want to let you know the egg um, has one uh, googly eye on it, and the other side has an eye that's closed with three eyelashes, and it has a little curl drawn on it, like a little hair curl. <laughs> and now it's also orange. And I go, So, the hair spurt. curl... None of those are actually there anymore. What? Not even the googly eye? Not the googly eye. Shucks. And but there shucks. is like a remnant on the shell of where they were nope. that you can see their design there, but it's not actually there anymore. Sort of like in the process of absorbing the feather, that stuff got added in as well somehow. And now the egg is very confused in itself Grace, a bit. When this hatches and it has like <gasps> art supplies attached to its body... <laughs> I'm gonna be well I'm not gonna have any feelings really but you're gonna have some emotions about that I bet yeah real life googly eye hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) he'll rattle when he walks I like to imagine that all googly eyes are actually fictional and don't exist yet (laughs) so I hold the egg and I look at my um, I came up with a name for the pouch I made I don't think you care about it, but I do care about I it. I will a lot. say it is a bit of a tighter fit for the egg to fit in your pouch now. You're gonna need to do a little remodeling. Yeah, I figured. We did get a fair ways away from the cave at this point. It's still in sight-ish. Juno and your other pets, Grace just saw us running out of the cave after something small and orange and disappear and is now I very think you worried. Mean- Companions. They are not pets. Your Thank companions, you. Grace. Yes. Alright, we should probably go check up on Juno. Uh, and then maybe take a break for eight 
powers specifically. So Let's actually, upon turning back to the cave and go back where we come, we immediately see the group of Vegapigmy that we saw leave earlier today returning to the cave. Dodge that bullet. Do we want to make a stealth check to try and hide, uh, to try and not be seen from them in this moment after I having squat in the them? bushes, but if you look really closely, you can see both of my middle fingers have been deployed. Okay, everybody make stealth checks for me, please. 19 for me, 15 from Anthony, 17, uh, 17 from Grace. Yeah, that's, that's good enough. Sweet. So they don't see us on our way back. And Grace, you're able to see what they're actually carrying with them at the moment. They're actually walking back with an unconscious kobold and a dead bunny. And upon seeing exactly what's uh, that nobody is inside the cave, they rush towards the back, dropping their their quarry for the moment. I was ready. Grace, 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 get in there, get the man, get the friends, get out. Okay, okay, I can do that. Maybe I'm right. And very shortly return that, right? out before you have a chance to get over there. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, like, inched out of the like, bush a tiny bit, and then I went right the fuck back in. <laughs> to proceed to carry in their captured prey dang it. for the time being. Double dang it. <laughs> Maybe an idea. We don't know how many more there are left. Bad. Anthony's on empty. And we're all sort of not doing the best. I say we stake out the cave till morning to make sure none of them leave. Heck, we can even try and seal the cave for the time being if we wanted. But there's a kobold in there who's maybe dead, but also maybe anti-dead. So Grace, yeah, remember I've... that mold that's all over the farther back of the cave? Yeah. That's probably where they're going to be taking that kobold immediately in attempts to rebolster their numbers. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, upon seeing the group, I would have turned off the drift globe just because I do not ah. want the bushes to have a sun in them. <laughs> right, yes. Sun that bush, sun bush. Something I forgot about. So, Good for I making note of that, Anthony. Thank you. So I can't use the daylight again until tomorrow. So what I think we should do is find a place where we can still watch the camp and keep an eye on the cave and just watch it for the rest of the day, settle down for the night, and make a full assault on them in the morning, probably, when everybody is feeling as best they can. We Sounds should also try and probably try and seal the cave if possible. I want Grace, uh, one of us, to make a survival check with advantage to find a good enough place to set up camp for the night that has good viewing of the location they are at while keeping us adequately hidden from them. I very much don't want to be leading this charge, and I'm going to be letting you guys figure this out. Sure, Grace, do that with advantage and inspiration, because I'm going to say, Hey, Grace, never mind, I'm out of bardic inspiration. Wait, no, I'm not. I'm almost out of bardic inspiration. Grace, uh, you have been helpful throughout this entire process. <laughs> if it weren't for you... Some comment about how the egg has grown, and so shall you. 
let's yeah, see you yeah, do yeah. your best here as well. Just like the egg has grown, I'm sure you have as well. Now find us a good place to sleep that is out of eyeshot of the cave, but is within eyeshot of the cave somehow. <laughs> I look down at the egg and I go, I haven't grown since sixth grade. And then I use my eyes. Grace, make Yeah, that was probably in poor taste. I I'm rolled sorry. a natural one. That was a shitty Survi- pep talk. Grace, roll a survival <laughs> check with advantage. Yes, but that natty one felt really good after remembering that I haven't grown since sixth grade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you also have inspiration on this. Get down, abhorrent. Yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration. I got I rolled an 11, but I'm going to inspiration. Roll a d6. Let me get my dick six. Roll on. a d's and nuts. <laughs> now let's have it. It's a six, baby. Sweet. 17 plus one. 18. 18. Great. Okay, that's just going to be used for their general idea to scope out where our camp is across any times that they're trying to proceed out of their cave for now. Something tells me so, these guys are really good at seeing, even in dark areas. As we... So, as Grace has found a place that she feels is good enough for us to set up camp, we have a good vision of the cave. It's hidden behind some bushes. We have recollected Juno at this point. And we're just waiting the time out for things to get dark while keeping ourselves various forms of occupied. I'm just going to yada past part of this. You can say what you'd like to be doing, but we are keeping a rotation of one person constantly watching the cave up until it's time for dinner and bed. So, yeah. Anthony, would you like to say what general activity you're just going to be doing for the next little bit? Sure, I'm going to be trying to steal one of your rations because I am enormously hungry at this point. (laughs) So during the times that Grace or I am on watch duty, Anthony is attempting to... I'm going to... We'll get back to that just because I want to do stuff uh, with that. Mr. Cucumber. Nice. Grace, what would you like to do during the next four to five hours before bed? I go back and forth from trying to take notes on what I can see of the stars through the trees and just like plotting how they go. Grace, stars aren't out yet. Well, I'm thinking about them. So, as I always do, I try to use my druidic magics to get in tune with those six, six stars, because that seems like a thing druids could do if they tried hard enough. You would, in fact, know there is a star druid who does exactly that. Yeah, but they all they care about is horoscopes and, like, their bullshit candles. So I'm very, very particular in how I do that. But I okay. also am um, coming up with ideas for an animal circus in case we need a... Um, disguise at some point so i'm like trying to figure out how to make a top hat out of leaves and figuring out how to make a really cool mustache also probably out of leaves so that's wonderful grace (laughs) during my time off what i'm primarily doing is just i've opened up one of my books and am writing various forms trying to solve it all various equations and such for different spells I'm currently working on. Yeah. So and keep uh, whispering six just to confuse you. <laughs> and it Sorry, does at times. Anthony. Yes. Let's how do you want to go about trying to steal one of my rations? 
I have a number of ways to do this. One of them is I'm really interested in what you're doing with your magic things, so I'm going to ask you questions about that while trying like get Mr. Cum Cucumber to like sneak over and get me a ration. And uh, I imagine I'll have to roll like a deception check or something for that. And then, but I am genuinely listening. Uh, okay. And then if that doesn't work, I'm going to say, I'm going to point over your shoulder and I'm going to say, is that the Goodyear blimp? And then uh, I'm just going <laughs> to steal it myself. Okay. So first, Anthony, I want you to roll an animal handling check. Because Grace, you're currently on watch, so you can't assist with Anthony doing his cucumber crimes. Roll an animal handling check to see if you can get Mr. Cucumber to help you out here. Gotcha. Mr. Cucumber does love crimes. Does that help? It's lowered the DC of it. 12. Yeah, yeah, he's helping. Awesome. You think. You think he's helping. I hope he's helping, <laughs> I need to eat. Yes, Timothy. Rations aren't just like, I have bars which I break up and eat across the day that are good. It's various forms of food. In I've got forms of jerky, breads, grains, other sorts of things that I can just... Got any fruit in there? No, because I don't have a way of easily preserving it. It's all easily preserved foods that's very nutritious as well that I can just munch on. I see. Well... And canned food's some... not a thing in this world, so... Yeah. So... You... Can so, Anthony... How do you approach me while I'm currently in the middle of just writing in a book with another book just floating next to me and a quill that I keep uh, snapping, throwing off, and then making a new one of just whenever I get frustrated? I see. I, I, I walk up to you and I'm like, hey, where, what you writing about? Oh, there's... Since we're really starting this adventuring out and staying out at night, there's a specific spell that I wanted to try and finish figuring out, but it doesn't look like it's going to be done anytime soon. There's also this other project that I these other two projects, and I flip to a different page where it shows images of dragons. <laughs> Obviously. I'm trying to see about uh, how I can conjure forth these sorts of things in a variety of way, and I just start going into some of the parts of how I go th about Particularly with these two different spells that I'm showing you here, conjuration or illusion magic that I'm trying to focus in on with this, as well as my own mathematical inquiries about it. And I am invested in this. So at this time, Grace, mm -hmm. I want you to make a sleight of hand check on Mr. Cucumber. I'm not Mr. Cucumber's dad. What are you talking about? <laughs> 14 plus a schwoun. 14 plus 1 for 15. And Anthony, I want you to not to make a deception check, but I guess a distraction check. Whip so no, you don't even need mind. to make a check for this, actually. Yeah, now that I'm thinking like... about it. This easily surpasses my passive perception, and I'm into talking to Anthony about the different magics and stuff. Yeah, and I, I've, I've completely forgotten about getting food at this point. I'm just like really interested in this. And this I've actually cool. gone away from the dragons ones and I'm now showing you some of the lower level spells that I'm working on that are near to completion. Images of a pair of coins on one page of something I'm working on. Another one is has drawings of swirling winds wrapping around people. Ooh. A third page looks at a magical item that I'm trying to figure out the hows and what's of crafting two of those. Do you want to know more about either of those at the moment? Just because I am going into deep details about this. 
as long as you're willing to listen. I would say you do tell me about them. We should probably wrap up. Okay. Just for the sake of During this time, Mr. Cucumber manages to steal two days worth of rations. Good for him. Hell yeah. And bedding down for the night, I managed to finish off my days of rations and notice when it comes to dinner time and everybody's eating while still keeping a person on watch, I do notice that I'm down rations and very much assume that it was just Mr. Cucumber or somebody who st stole them. <laughs> He does love crime. We do not have a campfire, would like to say, and there is still snow falling. And it is cold. But, Anthony, now we're going to the point where you're trying to get the food from Mr. Cucumber now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Anthony, make a an animal handling check first, and then a persuasion check to Mr. Cucumber to see if you can actually get the food he stole. <laughs> okay, oh. don't worry. That was just to set how difficult your persuasion check DC is going to be. So make a Sweet. persuasion check now. Nine. Persuasion check? Yeah. How do I activate? If only you did a performance so dazzling. Oh. oh. 25. <laughs> yeah, so you did terrible on the animal handling check, which made the DC really high. But then also... You beat the DC still, so <laughs> you managed to get Mr. Cucumber to actually give you, like, two-thirds of the food he stole. Yeah, and I uh, pat him on the head, and I say, good job, my man. So that gives you, so, you, so you're able to get a good uh, dinner in and still have a day's worth of ration to you. Sweet. All right, I'll add that to my inventory, and you'll subtract it. Grace, from yours. he does in fact bring you the last two thirds of a day of rations, uh, <laughs> to you when you finally come down to eat. Yeah. So what happens is I'm uh, currently vibing with Mr. Pants and Tapioca, and I'm reenacting some sort of melodramatic drama that I have been cooking up that I do every night. And then I see Mr. Cucumber like waddling over, and he looks like he's done something because we're tight, and I know when these things happen. I go. Timothy, cucumber, show me your hands. And he shows me one hand, and then with one behind his back, and then he tries to like switch it to the other, and I go, Timothy, show me what you took from Isaac. Because <laughs> he has a tendency of stealing from Isaac. <laughs> and I see that he has food, and I go, you can have half, but give half back to the long man of Tay. <laughs> and he looks really upset, and I'm like, half is good enough. Okay, we only take what we need, not more. And then yeah. he waddles back to you. <clears throat> exactly, wait. And sheepishly <coughs> take, gives you We only take some. what we need. Yep. <laughs> That's what good friends do. But it is covered in raccoon handprints and some dirt. Okay, so I have regained a meal's worth of food. Let me just mark that. The other half of that was just for him, though. I'm not going to take that. Ah. <laughs> okay, then. And Grace, shortly after sunset, because I'm just going to say this was you, I want you to make a perception check for me. <gasps> I'm and do it at disadvantage, because you do not have dark vision. <laughs> Unless yeah, you want to have... turn into a creature with dark vision at this point, but I don't think you do. No. I don't think I do anything. Actually, no. Orphelia is joining whoever's on watch at this point. You can do it uh, as a straight roll just because we don't have a fire. You would have disadvantage, but Orphelia is helping you. 
and she okay. does have dark vision. So, so, because I have partial night blindness, I quietly wonder why the why in God's green earth or God's green Sedna that I'm doing this. And so you just I happen use, to be on watch at this particular moment. I pick up tapioca and I whisper, "Tapioca, what do your duck eyes see?" And then he whispers back, "Honk." And I rolled a five plus five, so I got a ten. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you don't see anything. Yeah, okay. So you notice nothing during this period of time as it is getting colder mm. for the time being. Just it's become night. There's occasional snowfalls still, and we do not have a fire. I have all the animals in my froggit, so I'm very toasty. Yeah, Grace Grace is pretty fine. Me and Anthony are fairly cold. <laughs> Isaac, I don't I don't necessarily want to do this. Um but I do actually you know what? I'm gonna cast prestigitation on myself and warm me up. No. Find my clothing. Yeah, I'm mimicking you and doing that as well. Yeah, and then we should probably sleep connected to yeah. each other or something. And we're starting a long rest at this time. So I want Who's, who wants to take first watch of the night? I got you. So, Anthony, make a perception check for me. I will look with my eyes with a 21. 21? Oh, you're making it. A, That's, uh, it's a straight roll because Orphelia is with you. 15 plus 2. Actually, no. Make 17. it a disadvantage. You don't have dark vision or anything. 13. 13. Yeah, no, you don't perceive anything at this point in time. Hmm, looks very dark. You manage to see some slight outlines of things, but nothing appears to be coming or going. Nothing appears to be approaching our camp area. Actually, I should check that. Is there any light in the cave? Yeah, no, no, there's no light in the cave. Nothing appears to be approaching our camp area. Nothing's really happening throughout your two hours of watch. And All right, sweet. who do you want to wake up for the second watch, then? Uh, I'll go with you. Okay. Longman. I am up. And rather than attempting to perceive anything on my own, I have just set Orphelia in vision of the location, and I'm using Perception Swap just to watch through her eyes. And she got a nat 20. At this point in the night... Orphelia can see very clearly across all area around us, and while there don't appear to be any creatures really approaching us, she does actually see that there are tracks leading, fairly recent tracks leading out of the Vegapygmy Cave, and so we now know at least some of them have left. And then it's third watch of the night. Grace, I awake you, and during this time, I do inform you I spotted some tracks go leaving, uh, recent tracks leaving the cave. So some of them have left. I'm not sure exactly how many. So you might want to keep an extra eye out for this. Okay. I open my secret third eye and I go, got it. And then I go, just kidding. It's a sticker. And I peel it off and I put it back. It. And Grace, make a perception check at disadvantage form. Awesome. Awesome. Sexual bad energy. Let's go. 
Um, 11 plus 5. Gonna roll 16. something real quick. Okay. 11 plus 5 for 16. Mm-hmm. And let's just re-roll this value at this point then. Nope. Yeah, you don't see any new tracks or anything. You don't see any Vegapigmies leaving or entering the cave. Nothing's really approaching us at this point in the night. Juno definitely seems to be doing better tonight than last night. Yay! And for the final watch of the night is Jestorphelia. So many And she doesn't see shit. Language. And we will pick up in the morning in the next episode. Ooh boy! <laughs>